Do you see yourself as a bad person? PTSD can make us treat ourselves like absolute crap, but the good news is you can change the way you treat yourself. In today's clip from our Recovery Secrets Daily Coaching Program, you'll hear Brad and I talk about how to stop treating yourself as a monster and a failure and how to build the foundation to building a healthy relationship with yourself. Now, if you like today's content, you can try our Recovery Secrets Daily Coaching and get coached by Brad and I for free for seven days by going to overcomingptsd.com slash free trial. All right, we are live here. Welcome to Recovery Secrets Daily Coaching. It is so exciting to be here for another amazing start to another amazing week. Happy May. We have an awesome week planned for you, and we're going to tell you all about that. If you're going to be joining us live, feel free to say hey in the chat box there. Say good morning, good evening, wherever you kind of are in the world. But we're so excited to be here. I'll let Brad do a little intro. We're talking about a, a great topic today, and we have great topics for the rest of the week. And Next week, we have something really special planned. We're going to do a processing boot camp. So we're going to do a deep dive into one of our processing tools. So that's going to be awesome. And you can look forward to that as well. So good morning. <clears throat> good morning, everybody. Great to be here this morning. Hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. If you're new, it's great to have you. Great to see you here. Um, today, we're talking about something uh, pretty important. We've talked about something similar to this in the past, but uh Today we're talking about compassion. You know, having how to have compassion for yourself and for others, and why it's important uh, to bring that compassion. Um, for me, compassion, self-compassion, was a very important uh, turning point in my life and in my recovery because I stopped seeing myself as this bad person, as this failure, as this person who deserved all these painful things, and I started seeing a different perspective. I started seeing myself from a different perspective, and when I was able to see myself from a different perspective. I was able to see others from a different perspective as well. So not only did I quite honestly hate myself less, I started hating <laughs> other people less, certain people. I don't, I didn't hate that many people, but there were a handful of people um, in that moment in time where I had very negative feeling, feelings towards. And by going inward and seeing and finding that within myself allowed me to bring that compassion out forwards to more people. Um, especially those who I needed to forgive most. So uh, that's what we're talking about today. It's great to have everybody here. Great to see you this this morning, bright and early, early <clears throat> as always. Uh, so welcome, Mimi. Welcome, Bonnie. Welcome, Jen. Welcome, Lorena. Great to see you guys this morning. Great job showing up, getting at it. We're going to have an awesome, awesome week. Welcome, Jeanette. Great to have you here with us. Like Brad said, compassion, really interesting topic. You know, we're going to talk about it with self and with others. It can help in the process of forgiveness. And what you're going to hear today is, or what you'll hear, you're, you're going to hear that this content, when we're talking about compassion, is a slightly different angle from self-love, a slightly different angle from, you know, bringing love to others and, and seeing things from a different perspective. So you're going to hear this conversation just in a slightly different way, but a really, really important way, because it's really important to bring compassion to yourself and others, and you can kind of take this as far as you want. We want it to start with self, but again, you can really take it as far as you want, which is a really exciting thing because you can bring this out and out and out and out further into your life. So good morning, Judy. Good morning, Tony. Great to have each and every one of you here. We'll jump in, you know, in in my life, I was just thinking about this. So I spent the night, <clears throat> night before last, at my parents' house, my parents live in New York. I had a bridal shower to go to and my cousin's getting married. And I was at the bridal shower and I was sitting with a bunch of other cousins. We have a big uh, family and, you know, a couple of them just had kids, right? So there's a baptism next weekend and there's, there's all these things going on, going on. 
and it, it you know it's it's very normal now you know all my cousins are getting married and they're having kids and it's it's an awesome thing for that side of the family and you know I was sitting there we're talking about the kids one of my cousins had twins another one just had a baby um, and it, you know it's really really exciting and when I was driving back from New York yesterday to come back to Rhode Island you know I was just thinking about like it must feel for our parents, like it was just yesterday that they were having their bridal shower and they were having their kids baptisms and all sorts of stuff like that. And, you know, I was thinking about it, like, I can't believe that my cousins and myself, like we're at the age where my parents had us, you know? And I, you know, I just think about who we are as people and still we have so much to grow and, you know, so much to, to do in our life. And life is, it's, it's forever complicated and nothing is ever stable. And there's no, you know, there, there's no making it all, you know, you just have to make it all work. There's no planning and then executing and it going perfectly. And, you know, I was thinking about that and then thinking about, you know, when I was younger, being very, very hard on my parents for, for maybe mistakes that I thought they made or mistakes that they made and, and different things like that. And, you know, what compassion can be when we're talking about others is just getting a little different perspective. And so thinking about like, hey, you know, when my parents had had me and my brother, like they were, they were my age, you know, I can't expect them to know it all and do everything right, you know, or they were younger than me or whatever it was. And, and so, you know, you start to kind of think about that and take a little bit of a different perspective and then you can bring a lot more love. You can bring that compassion to it. You can see it from a different angle. And, and when you see things from a different angle, it can change uh, kind of the emotions as well. So that, that was just something that, that happened yesterday, you know, as I was driving back, kind of thinking about that and thinking about, you know, how, how kind of fast the years go and stuff like that. But again, thinking about that topic of compassion and that can help. It can help with forgiveness when you bring compassion to others. It can help you with, with you, right? Not carry such a hard judgment towards people, you know, in the past, and I'm, I'm picking on them as an example, but uh, this, you know, it's not the only example, not be so harsh in that judgment, not hold such a, a rigid view of someone or something. Compassion really can open the door to seeing different perspectives, to putting yourself in their shoes, to just seeing like, hey, like, look at all the things that, that they went through when they were uh, my age or they went through, you know, in their lifetime and then how they turned out and the things, the obstacles that they had to overcome, you know, and just kind of reminding yourself and seeing, you know, we're all human. We all go through stuff. We all have problems. We all have, you know, things in our past, all sorts of stuff like that. Again, what you'll, and the way I describe it, you know, it's a feeling, but the way I describe it is you start to kind of open the door, right? So you can have things very, very closed off, very tight. You put these things in a box, you hold these things very rigidly, mm -hmm. and then you start to open the door. You start to kind of let those walls down. You start to see, you know, it's, it's not this one rigid view. There's a lot of things that kind of come into play here. And the way that I feel it is kind of like a warmth when I really bring compassion to myself or others, it really feels like a warmth. That's that's the best way that I can describe the feeling. It feels like love, it feels very warm, it feels very relaxing. Uh, it's it's an amazing kind of feeling to have. So there's just kind of a, an example of, of just something that came up this weekend. Yeah, and I'll, I'll kind of relate it to something that I recently read yesterday. Uh, so uh, having that compassion, like Kayleen said, allows you to or allows you to put yourself into their shoes see things from through their eyes feel what they feel and basically maybe not experience what they experienced in the past but see the things that they experienced in their past and a lot of times we do we do judge people harsher um than we would ourselves but we just we judge people harshly for things and it doesn't mean we can't hold people accountable for the things that they do or that 
you know, we condone the things that they did in the past or anything like that. Um, a lot of times, you know, we can get that judgment and think that, you know, we would do something differently in that situation or whatever it is. Um, and you can start to bring compassion for people. Um, no, I don't think that's actually, I don't know if this is really a good point to, to bring in on compassion itself. It can be, it can be a, a, a good lesson on seeing things from different perspectives. Um, so I won't say compassion for, for sure, because I'm, I'm not fully settled on this, but I read a book yesterday um, called The Wave. Kayleen recommended it and bought it, bought it for me. Um, Did you finish it? Yeah, I finished oh, it. It's, it's it was just book. like, it was like 150 pages, <clears throat> but I finished it. Um, yesterday and uh and for those of you who haven't heard of it it's a it's a it's a novel based on a true story of a history teacher who um is is teaching the senior high school students uh about nazi germany so world war ii nazi germany things like that and the history teacher showed the students a film of the holocaust and the kids were like i don't understand how the Nazis could do this. Like, how could somebody do that? And how could nobody speak up? And how could nobody um, do anything differently? And then basically the history teacher ran an experiment where he brought in uh, discipline, community, and action. So that was like the motto, like strength through discipline, strength through community, strength through action. And he made it, made the classroom more militaristic and he created this community or this uh, movement called the wave, right? So it was this group. And he gave the membership cards and he gave certain members in the group more powers to like police other people in the group and you know really made everybody equal how like everybody in this group is equal you must treat everybody the same way and you know it's like in all the students like loved it they loved the discipline they love being part of the community everything like that and they started recruiting more people and then a, a strange uh um or they started to separate more from kind of like the regular or the normal kids in the school who didn't want to be part of wave so then there's a lot of anger um and you know intimidation towards the kids who didn't want to be part of the group um and then the kids who weren't part of the group experienced a lot of fear and it suppressed um their speech so they didn't want to speak up against it because they were too afraid and basically the dynamic that occurred um was just one one group of extreme power with one person at the top and then the rest of the school, which was the minority, who was too afraid to speak up against this larger group. And then at the end of the, I'm totally spoiling the book, by the way. Hope that's okay. <laughs> at it's the end, it's still a good book. At the end, um, he, um, he brings all, like he has like this wave uh, rally or something. He brings them all into the auditorium saying, hey, we're gonna introduce you to your leader. Um, Cause I'm not the leader. There's actually a bigger organization out there of the wave and we're going to change the world. Um, and then he goes on stage and, you know, in the auditorium is about to reveal the leader and he pulls down this, this projector. And then he has a picture of Adolf Hitler show up on the screen. And then that was there to prove a point that, you know, you know, you are like humans are able to be manipulated and to not give up your, your independent thought, that, that, that was kind of like the story or the, the lesson from the story is like, don't give up your independent thought. Don't allow groups or larger groups or a, like a higher person to make decisions for you. Do your own thinking, think for yourself. Don't allow other, allow other people to intimidate you. But my point here is that 
you know, it's, it's oftentimes that we can look at other people and say, hey, we would never do that. But you don't know what that person has been through. You don't know what that person has done. And obviously that's kind of an extreme example, you know, like I'm not saying necessarily to bring compassion to, you know, those things. That's why I was like, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a strange story to bring to compassion. And at the same time, it can help you see that, you know, humans are humans. If you were in the same place as like, we don't know. You don't what know we what would you do. do. I right? think that if we're just being honest. Up. That's the whole point of the book. And I think that example holds up really well is it's easy to look back on history and here's how it started. It's based on a true story. Those kids in that class said, we would never do that, right? I don't understand how that would happen. If, you know, I would never do something like that because it's easy to look back and, and paint it as right and wrong and, you know, be, mm-hmm. be the person, be the hero, whatever it is and say, I'd never do that. Right. But then immediately there, I believe it was the, the day after, like the day after, the day and after he told them, the, the teacher told them, <laughs> Hey, this is an experiment I'm running to show you how this can happen. And they all didn't. So those same, and you know, they're high school kids, but you know, you know, so those same kids that said, I would never do that thing, did that exact thing when put in a similar situation. Right. And so it's e- easy to, to say we do something different, but you know, the reality is, and this is why I think it holds up really well is we just don't know. And also, you know, there, there's no real point to say, I, I wouldn't do that. Okay, that, that's, you know, that's ego speaking. You don't know what you would do in a situation. You, you just try to do your best. And, and in some cases, just try to kind of get by, you know, and you don't know what you're going to do when your back is pressed up against the wall. And so, you know, while it's a lesson on perspective, it's, it's also a lesson on compassion. Because it, it's easy to see a person and paint them as good or evil, not knowing the steps that led up to that point, not knowing the why, right? And I remember doing this in, in maybe college, like an ethics class, right? And so someone steals food for their family, you know, because they lost their job or whatever, or they're homeless or they have a new baby, right? Is that ethical? Well, like they just stole something. So no, but you know, they need to do what they need to do to feed their families. So yes, you know, and so you start to kind of get into this place where you just don't know, you don't know what leads, you know, a kind of a person to that point. And, and that is kind of the, the, the part of compassion is it's easy to see someone doing one singular thing, stealing an item maybe, and, and paint them, you're a criminal, right? And, you know, by the book, yes. But then you see what leads up to that moment and, and what are all the thoughts and the feelings that they have leading up to that moment. And would you really do something that differently, right? It's easy to be on a high horse. So mm-hmm. I think it really holds up because it, you know, and here so far, all we've talked about is really compassion for others, but that compassion for others, that different perspective that, hey, I don't know what they've been through. Hey, um, I haven't walked in their shoes. Something I used to tell myself to get out of a mindset of judgment is, you know, I don't judge those whose shoes I have not walked in and I have walked in no shoes except for my own, right? And I used to say that to myself, like I've never been in their shoes. I don't know what it's like to be them. I don't, they don't know what it's like to be me and that's okay, right? And so again, it's, it, it really is, it's all about perspective when you're bringing compassion to others, thinking about, um, you know, just the fact that we're all human. It's easy to ride a high horse. It's easy to say you do things differently. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. You know, we've, most of us have been in a position where we've done something we regretted or we said something we regretted or we raised our voice or put a hole in the wall or threw something or broke something or, mm-hmm. you know, said something really mean that shouldn't have been said. All those things are, are part of being in pain, part of the human experience. And all that we can do is work to, to change them, right? And so bringing compassion to others, 
means basically, you know, taking their perspective, getting a different perspective on them and saying, you know what, I've, I've had really bad days too. I've had the worst day of my life too. Yeah, I've been to rock bottom, I've said mean things, I've pushed people away and, and all sorts of things like that. And that, that can really, it can help with a lot of different processes. Forgiveness is, is one of them, but in, in general, right, bringing compassion to yourself and to others is going to give you and help you achieve more peace. And, and like I described it as a feeling of warmth, a feeling of relaxation, because it's not so rigid a view that you take on one person or one thing or one situation or one thing that they said. There's mm -hmm. a lot more that goes into what's going on and what's at play here. Life is yeah. very, very dynamic. So it can really help you bring a sense of peace, mm -hmm. you know, to, you know, if someone just lashes out on you in the street or, um, I shared a story in, in Broken and Unbreakable. This happened a couple Christmases ago, around Christmas time, a couple of years ago. You know, I went to see a dentist for the first time. I've had one dentist my whole life uh, leading up to this point. My dad too, actually. Um, we had this great dentist, loved him. And then he retired and he chose a replacement. And I was nervous to see him because I, you know, I was meeting him for the first time. I, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect. And, you know, I went in and he was doing me a favor by staying late because I was having a problem with one of my teeth. It was the end of his day, Friday night, holiday time, whatever it was. And I met him and, you know, I, just, I started saying, hey, blah, blah, blah. I started trying to talk to him. I was like, hey, doc, you know, can you fix me up? Right. Just trying to, you know, bring a little levity. And he was very, very cold and he was very, very straightforward. He said, nope, like you're going to need a root canal. This, this is what you need to do. And I was like, oh, man, you sure? Are you sure you can't fix me up? Right. And uh, and he was very, very cold. And, you know, I, as I was driving home, I was I watched that I had two paths to take. I saw that I had the path of like, oh, this guy doesn't like me. You know, he must not like me. I must've done something wrong. And I also saw the path of, you know what? I don't know what he's been through this week. I have no idea what his day looked like, what his family life looks like this time of year. This might be a hard time of year for him. I caught him late on a Friday night, who knows, right? So the next time I go to see him, he's all bright and bubbly and we have a great conversation and he's a really sweet guy. Right. And so in that moment, instead of being like, oh, I don't like this dentist and he's mean and he's cold and blah, 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 blah. It was like, you know what? I don't know what he's been through. And that was me bringing compassion to the situation and also bringing compassion to myself because, hey, you didn't do anything wrong. You know, you're just going in there, you're being yourself. You're just, you know, trying to trying to make people laugh, trying to make people smile, whatever it is. That doesn't mean you did anything wrong. That's OK. You just you bring yourself to the situation. So, again, just an example of kind of compassion and that can help you just kind of kind of mellow out. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I really want to make sure we hone in on the compassion towards self. This is the most important. You can take this as far as you want. You can be compassionate as you, you can take it out and out and out. It has to start with self, though. The core needs to be you bring compassion to yourself for the things that you've been through, the things that you've done, that you've done, excuse me, bring that compassion to yourself first, then bring it to your relationships, you know, your closest relationships, then bring it to the further relationships, then bring it to strangers, then bring it to, you know, maybe people who have done injustice in, in the world. If you so choose, you can go as far with this as you want, as you want, as you choose to go, but you really want to make sure that you start here. So the self-compassion, you know, bringing compassion to Again, the things that you've done, understanding that you're a human being, understanding we all make mistakes, understanding that it's okay to make mistakes and thinking about, you know, if, if my best friend or, you know, if, you know, my dog was a, was a, was a person or a toddler, right. And, and did these things, would I be so hard on them? Or would I just kind of embrace them and accept them with love? I know, you know, for, for my relationship with Brad, when, when, 
he would do things, right? Maybe, maybe lash out or whatever it was. And then that situation kind of mellowed out. It was, it was immediate for me to kind of open my heart and say, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. You know, versus when I would lash out at him, right? I wouldn't bring that compassion to myself. Now, when things were over, he would say the same thing to me. Hey, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Like, here's what happened. We're going to fix it and everything's good. But I didn't bring that compassion and I would, I would, I would beat myself up over it, right? I would be really hard on myself for a long time after that. I shouldn't have done that. I wish I didn't do that. You know, it wasn't right to lash out at you and, and kind of keep bringing this situation up that he had forgiven. He had let go of, you know? And so it, it really needs to start with self. And, <clears throat> you know, in, in your life, did you have any moments where like you, you brought your, like a, a moment where you brought yourself that self-compassion and you like felt, you felt a change or you felt a shift? Yeah. <laughs> Tons of times. I mean, that's, I mean, it's, we gave so many examples today. I just want to kind of reinforce, uh, you know, we gave examples of like bringing compassion to other people, seeing people from different perspectives and things like that. But like Haley said, the most important part is being able to see yourself from a different perspective, right? Like how many people here are too hard on themselves when something goes wrong, when you get triggered, when you get angry, how many people here, like, beat themselves up or, or have ever beaten themselves up for something like that. Um, I know I have like many, 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 many times. Um, and that was actually one of the biggest turning points at my rock bottom when I just thought I was completely worthless and a complete failure in life um, was seeing myself from a different perspective and seeing life and everything from a different perspective. Um, but along my recovery journey, um, and this is what we're going to be talking about next week, with um, our processing bootcamp, we're gonna be talking about protectors. And the whole foundation of that is going to be bringing that self-love and compassion to different parts of yourself, right? And seeing yourself from a different perspective. So I've, I found myself, I mean, I've, I've looked at myself from different perspectives with that compassion so many times. Um, I'll try to come up with a, with a specific example, but like it's happened so many times and so life-changing just to, to know that you're not a bad person. You've been, you've been through, you've been through so much, right? If you just look back on your life and be like, wow, I've been through a lot of stuff, you know? Um, and you're able to see yourself. Um, like Haley said, if, if, if you saw the person you love more, most or the pet you love most, right? It doesn't matter go through what you've went, went through and they feel the way that you feel, what would you say to them? And that helps you put, that helps put you in a different perspective. You know, like you're seeing, you're going to be seeing your life from a different perspective. How would you treat your, how would you treat the person you love most? And then like a lot of people in here, you know, are saying, you know, I'm way too hard on myself. I'm, I'm too hard on myself. Maybe I expect too much from, from other people as well. Um, so, I mean, and maybe yourself it's, as well. You expect too much from yourself, right? So for me, something that was tremendous was kind of looking back and like, it's not your fault that you've been hurt. And I think that is, is a really good starting point. And when you're doing this process, you might have emotions come up. You might want to mm -hmm. kind of refresh on that re releasing emotions content that we did. And I put the link in the, in the community last Wednesday. But, you know, you might kind of look back and say like, hey, it was not my fault that I got hurt. Like I was in this situation and, and I got hurt and, you know, it's not your fault. And I, I want to really hone in on this. It's not your fault that you act and react to things the way that you do, 
right? And so here's where it's like, okay, let's let ourselves off the hook a little bit. It's not your fault that you excuse me, react and act the way that you do, because it's not your fault that you've been hurt. Now, the important distinction that we make is it is your responsibility to fix those things, to heal those things. So you don't continue to act and react the way you do and hurt yourself and others. Okay, so that's an important distinction as well. But when we're in this process of compassion, you know, we can look back and say, hey, it's not my fault that I got hurt. And when you're hurt, I, I want you to look at the amount of people in this group. I want you to look at this community and think about the fact that all over the world, each and every one of you have been hurt in one or many ways and have similar experiences in regard to lash outs, nightmares, flashbacks, arguments with spouses, pushing people away, isolation, all these different things. These are a result of the way that we act and react when we get hurt. That's the way, that's the, the process of how it happens. What, we're, what we need to do is heal so that we don't continue that hurt, so we don't continue that process. But what I want you to do is kind of look back and say, hey, it's not my fault that I got hurt, right? It's not my fault that I've done all these things. I'm a human being. Bring that love, bring that compassion to yourself, kind of give yourself this big mental hug. Sometimes you might, you might need to kind of grieve that, allow yourself mm -hmm. to grieve that, allow yourself to feel those feelings of, you know what? It's not my fault. You know, maybe you got hurt when you were really young. Maybe you got hurt in, in middle of your life. It, it doesn't matter. Or, or when you're older, it doesn't matter. It's not your fault. You didn't put yourself, you didn't actively put yourself in the situation and say, I'm going to traumatize myself and get PTSD and then, and then act like this. Right. right. Okay. So it's not your fault that you did those things. So bring some compassion mm -hmm. to, you know, you got hurt and this is the way that you acted. And this is the way that hurt people act. And now it's my responsibility to fix things moving forward, but it's okay. It's okay. And I love myself mm -hmm. and give yourself this big old hug because you've done a great job leading up to this point. You've tried, I, I almost swore, excuse me. You've tried to keep your stuff together. Okay. You have tried. It's not a lack of trying that, you, you know, you, you, you still lash out at people. Maybe you still, you know, isolate, you still choose the negative route. You, you still choose the addiction. It's not for a lack of trying. You're going to get there. You're going to learn the tools. You're going to learn the skills. It's part of the process. But, you know, compassion, self-love, it's one of the foundations. So look back, give yourself that compassion. If you need to feel feelings, feel feelings, feel the feelings, grieve, you know, whatever it is that you need to grieve, just, but bring yourself that compassion first and foremost yeah. to yourself. It's tremendous. PTSD. I mean, the things that you feel, the things that we felt is so normal. They've given it a name. So many people have experienced those same things, those same symptoms after experienced trauma or multiple traumas, they have names for them because so many people feel the same way. And what that tells us is that what you're feeling, the way that you're acting, it's a natural response. It's a natural response that your body has. You're not alone. It's not you. It's a natural response to trauma, right? So many people feel the same way. So it's not your fault right? It's something that your body, your brain is doing as a natural defense mechanism to what you went through, right? And that's an important distinction because it's not you, right? It's not you. It's, it's your, it's the natural response that every, like everybody goes through when they, when they experience that extreme of a trauma. And it's so normal. And it happens so many times to so many millions of people that they've given it a name.
be like, hey, this is what we call this when this happens. Because it is so normal, it is so natural. It is something that just happens, right? As a defense mechanism, right? And all those, all those parts of you, all that anger, all that anxiety, all that fear, all that isolation, all that running and numbing, all that stuff is there in an attempt to, to protect you and prevent you from doing, from going through that pain again, right? And if you can view things through that lens, you can, you can bring in a lot more compassion toward yourself. You can bring in a lot more compassion to those emotions, right? Hey, those emotions are there to protect me. Now, they may not be the most productive way to protect me, but they're there as a defense mechanism because I went through so much pain. And that, that, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you, right? It means you're normal. It means you're healthy. It means everything is working exactly the way it's supposed to be working, right? Like every, like if you are reacting, if you have PTSD, it means you're a normal human being. It means you're normal. It means you, you're reacting in the exact way your body should be reacting to a trauma. Now, how many people here feel normal? <laughs> how many people have told you in life, oh, you're just a normal person? But you are like, that's what, like, how can millions and millions and millions and millions of people literally around the world feel the same way after going through the same traumas or different traumas, but going through trauma? Because it's a normal thing. It's a normal thing that normal humans feel, right? It doesn't mean that it's, you want it to be your normal, but like, and you can change and you can heal, but it's a normal thing, right? It, it has nothing to do with you as a person, you, who you are at your core. It's just what happens. And when you can see that, you can bring in a lot more compassion to yourself as well. Um, yeah. And I think that's a refreshing perspective, right? You're not broken. Your brain, and we're going to dive into this a lot more next week, but your brain it did everything that it did in an effort to protect you. That's why it did that. That's normal. That's what a, a normal brain does. There's, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not born with a piece missing. That's what our brains do when we experience a certain level of pain, a certain level of discomfort, trauma, whatever it is. Our brains switch into this mode that is survival. It tries to protect you, right? And now it's our job to heal that because that situation is over, right? So that we can now go and live the life that we wanna live. We can live at peace. And I, I like that you brought that perspective because you're not broken, your, your brain is normal. Now what we're doing is we're giving you tools and skills to, to basically close that chapter of your life. And, and what we're gonna talk about next week is kind of allowing your brain to process and heal the things that you've been through so that you can move forward in your life without the pain, without the trauma, without these actions and reactions and all the things that you do. So it's really, really important. And that compassion is going to be a key piece. That self-love is going to be a key piece. Looking back and saying, hey, like I did the best that I could. And I guarantee you, you did. And that looks different from one day to the next. It looks different from one year to the next. It looks different. My best looks different than your best but you did the best that you could. That's all that you can do. That's all that you can do. That's all that you can expect of somebody else. So you think about, you know, your, your partner, one of your kids, your dog going through all this and then trying to, 
and trying to live in the world, right? Being a human is, is, is hard enough as it is. Raising a family, just being out in the world, working, all of this is hard enough as it is. It's complex, it's dynamic. And then you throw PTSD on top of it. Your best is gonna look different. It's gonna look different than someone who hasn't experienced trauma. That's okay. That's part of this process. So give yourself some compassion, bring yourself some grace, uh, bring yourself some love for doing the things, acting the way that you did, and allow yourself to, to, to feel those feelings. And also, and we'll talk about this more as we talk about processing, but let go of those feelings. If you, maybe you need to forgive yourself you know, for certain things. And sometimes we hold on to something that, oh, I should be doing this, but I'm doing this. You know, we can expect a lot of ourselves. Okay, so let's, let's take a step back. Let's go easy on ourselves. What's done is done. Let's understand that that is the way that it is. And we did our best and that's okay. And that's all we can expect from someone who's been through a lot of pain, a lot of hurt. That's in the past. You can grieve that. You can feel that. Whatever it is you need to do with that. And now I'm going to do my best healing so that I don't continue to bring this past and this pain forward. And that's going to be a rocky road as well. It's not going to be this perfect process, um, you know, where you never get triggered again. It's going to be this kind of on and off process, the seesaw, we call it, of good days and bad days and more good days than bad days. And, you know, you kind of get to this point where you eventually do have have all good days, right? You never stop being a human being, but you get to the point where your past no longer affects your present. And then you're, you're really truly free of it. But it really does kind of start with that compassion, that self-love, just it's okay. Whatever you did is okay. You're, you're no less worthy than the rest of us for this healing journey. Yeah. I mean, you're no less of a person for the way that you acted, for the way that you treated people. That's, that's kind of the way that, that things are. You're not a bad person for the way that you spoke to people, the way that you treated people, the things that you said, the things that you did, you're not, you're not, you're just hurt. And now it's time to, to see that, to feel that love, to give yourself that love so that you can move forward without all of that extra pain, all of that extra weight kind of holding you down. So how many people feel any emotions like listening to this? Like feel any emotions bubbling up, maybe a little bit of love. For yourself, maybe a little compassion for yourself. Notice how that feels and allow yourself to feel that too. Because that's an important part of this transformation is when you start to see yourself in a new light, naturally some emotions will come up. And when those emotions come up, you want to allow yourself to feel those because that's part of the healing and the, the processing uh, process is allowing those emotions to come up. So as, you, as you're seeing yourself from a new perspective, as you're seeing, hey, this isn't my fault, I did the best I could, and you're, you're allowing yourself to love yourself and bring compassion to yourself. Just take notice of how that feels. Take notice of, you know, what emotions are coming up and allow them to come out. And when you bring that love to yourself, it is very normal, you know, to like, especially if you've been, you've been hating on yourself for so long, it's normal to feel emotions when you start bringing in that love. And that's, those are good emotions you want to get out. Um, like Kayleen said, if you need to reference when we talked about releasing inner emotions, you can, <clears throat> when was that? Well, a few weeks ago, but yeah, but I put the link last... in it, in the, in the group last Wednesday. Okay. So you can check in the, in the group. Um, but yeah, when you feel those emotions, just let them, let them, let them loose, man. It's good. Carol says, thanks, Brad. I don't allow myself to enjoy a feeling of compassion for myself. And that's so important. That's so important to allow yourself to really feel that and truly feel that. It's 
part of the transformation. It's an essential, it's an essential piece. It's not just part of it. It's an essential piece. It and is. you can't make that transformation unless you allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so you allow yourself to feel that. And it may be a in a lot of things. I mean, in a lot, it, it was important for me in sobriety. It was important for me in, in healing. Like it was important for me throughout the journey. This is why it's one of the foundational pieces, right? We're talking about this under the mindset pillar, which is a foundational piece, right? So something I used to tell myself is like, slow down, okay? Like, take it easy. Just take it easy on yourself, okay? You did that thing. That's what happened. Now let's just take it easy. We don't need to make that thing worse. We don't need to beat ourselves up. Let's just take it easy. We're human. We're going to do our best to fix it. That might mean an apology. It might mean a conversation. It's probably going to mean a lot of healing, a lot of processing, whatever it is, but let's just hold on, take it easy, okay? And that was the way that I would kind of internally kind of bring that compassion and just like slow down, pause. Now all we can do is like, let's just think clearly and let's just move forward. Let's not get stuck there in that moment and beat ourselves up and hate on ourselves. Let's hold on, let's move forward. How can we move forward in the best way possible, right? So slow down, give yourself a break, take a step back, breathe, take it easy, and then think about what you need to do to move forward. But but allow yourself to, let go of those things is going to be really important. Hmm. And Jen says, feeling a lot of emotions listening to this call. That's good. good. Allow yourself to feel that. Allow yourself. Give yourself the time. Even after this call, mm-hmm. take 10, 15, 20, 30, 60 minutes and just feel it, you know? And that feeling is is healing, you know? So give yourself that time. Yeah, absolutely do. Absolutely do. And um, if you have any questions, we'll move into our Q&A. If you have any questions, right? Are you ready for that? Yes, yes, ma'am. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to get them in the chat box there and we will talk, uh, we'll get to them as we go along here. Amazing job with this content here today. Great conversation, a lot of food for thought, especially when we're talking about mindset. Sometimes it's going to be very, very action driven. Other times it's going to be kind of food for thought and that in and of itself is kind of the action. So yeah. start to bring yourself that compassion. You can even ask yourself, you know, what do I say to myself about myself because of my PTSD, because of the things that I have done as a result of being in that much pain. You know, you can kind of use that as a jumping off point. Now, tomorrow we're talking about, so what you're going to see, you're going to see a theme throughout this week, because next week is our processing boot camp where we're going to go, we're going to do a deep dive on one of our processing tools. So you're going to see a theme throughout the week for that. And for those of you who know the, the protector tool that we're going to talk about next week, you'll be able to see that theme, but looking back, you'll be able to see it as well. So tomorrow we're going to talk about a healing routine. So tomorrow's our conversation on the second pillar of PTSD recovery, which is unbreakable routine. So tomorrow we're going to talk about a healing routine and that's going to help us set up for success for next week. Wednesday, we're going to talk about how to grieve in a wholesome, non-destructive way. So we wanted, we did a little bit of a grieving conversation last week and we got some feedback that we wanted more on grief. So we're going to talk more about that on Wednesday in our processing pillar. Thursday, we're going to talk about staying sober through pain and through PTSD, which is a, a personal favorite topic of mine, sobriety, huge topic. Uh, so we're excited to talk about that. And then Friday, we're going to cover a couple of different tools to set us up again for success next week when we do our processing uh, deep dive on that processing tool. So a lot to look forward to this week. So stick around for it. We're super excited to be bringing you this content. Like I said, if you have any questions, feel free to get them in and we'll, uh, we'll do it. To get access to five live recovery secrets, daily coaching sessions each week, 
with a Q&A at the end of each session, a private coaching community, replay access, and a ton of amazing bonuses for free, go to overcomingptsd.com slash free trial and check it out.